You're listening to the Hustled Up Podcast, a lifestyle and business podcast jam-packed with tools and tips to help you navigate your business, career, and life as a goal-getter, big dreamer, and multi-passionate doer. Grab your coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready to hustle up. What's up, friends? Welcome back to this week's episode of Hustled Up. I am your host, Laura. And before I dive into anything, I just quickly want to remind you guys to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It helps us out so much, and we would really, really appreciate it. And if you have already left us a review, we already super appreciate you as well. I don't want to, you know, discredit that. I know some people have left us some really incredible reviews. And honestly, it touches our soul. (laughs) Like when I read a really heartfelt review, whether it be for the podcast or for my business, I like want to cry. So if you haven't already done that, we would really, really appreciate that. All right. So as you can see, I am solo today. I'm going to be super transparent with you. As always, the week just got away from us. I feel like I say this every week, but it was a busy, hectic week. We are trying to hire constantly. We are trying to get new leads coming in, going on estimates. We are busy. And we did start a little bit implementing the time blocking calendars that Holly mentioned on last episode, which if you didn't listen to last episode, go pause this and listen to it because I think it was a really good one. But we started to implement our time blocking a little bit, but we didn't fully stick with it. We're still cleaning in the field a little bit here and there. Last week in particularly, we cleaned a little more than I would have liked to, and we do have a specific spot set for Hustled Up recordings. <laughs> so going forward, it should be a lot easier for us to both be here, but it's all good because I do have a really cool topic coming at you today, or at least I think it's really cool. I'll just go on a really quick recap before I go into the topic because we had a really cool weekend, actually. <laughs> Holly and I do an adult dance class, which I'm sure we've talked about. Our good friend Rosa owns Royal Dance Center in Babylon. And four years ago, she was talking to us about how she has her mom and dad's adult class. And, you know, we're not dance moms. We're not moms at all. But she really graciously invited us to come join her class. And I look forward to it every single January. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go to dance class because, you know, we danced all growing up throughout our lives. So just getting the opportunity to dance again and to be in a dance recital, which is why I'm bringing this up. Our dance recital was last night and it was so fun. It's just, I I love being on stage. Holly and I were big performers in high school and you know I went to college for acting. So I just miss being on stage. So it's just a wonderful experience. And it was even more special this year because Holly's niece Haley who we are obsessed with this was her first year of dance so we not only got to perform ourselves, but we also got to see Haley dance in her cute little outfit and she was just adorable so it was it was a fun weekend we also woke up this morning and took a sweat and swagger class with our friend Danny who I'm sure you guys remember she's been on two episodes and always drops a ton of knowledge on us so it was a weekend full of dancing after a very hard work week so it was pretty much just what the doctor prescribed so anyways that's pretty much all I got for the recap so let's dive on into the topic I want to talk about delegation today and a little bit of role clarity Mostly delegation, though, because I feel like the power of delegating, delegating tasks that maybe aren't fit for you or that you don't enjoy 
spending your time doing is such a powerful tool that I was so reluctant to for so long. (laughs) So if delegating things is something that piques your interest, keep on listening. Hello, friend. It is your girl, Holly, and I wanted to tell you that I created my very first freebie. I am so excited about this one. If you are a fellow cleaning company owner and you feel like your Instagram is blending in with the pool of cleaning Instagrams out there, I am here to help you. Did you know that your Instagram and social media presence in general can be the deciding factor on whether or not potential client books your service over that of your competitor? I know it's crazy, but trust me, I know this firsthand. The amount of clients we have had say, I am choosing you because I love your social media. I love your TikToks. I love your Instagram. I just love your personality. It is insane. So I want to pass that information and that knowledge along to you with my freebie, four tips for getting your cleaning business to stand out on Instagram. This is a comprehensive, thoroughly detailed PDF on how to get your cleaning business to stand out on Instagram. And it is seriously going to immediately help you start kicking butt in the world of social media. So if you want this freebie, go to hustleduppodcast.com and at the top you'll see a little link that says get your freebie. Click that. You can also find the link in the show notes description box below and on our Instagram at hustleduppodcast. Enjoy! All right, guys, we are back and we are talking all about delegation. Now, why do I think that this is so important? First of all, I feel like my mindset on delegation was so, so askewed for the longest time. I felt like if I was delegating tasks to somebody else, I felt lazy. I felt like, you know, especially with the business, I was like, I, you know, I'm the owner. I, I could do it all. I can, you know, I, I should be able to do it all. Why? Why should I pass things off? It's my responsibility. And I feel like that is so totally, totally warped and not the right mindset to go into anything in life, to be honest with you. I feel like as business owners specifically, we love that control. (laughs) Like, I feel like if you have any kind of entrepreneurial mindset at all, you do struggle a little bit with authority and control. So you feel like you have to take the whole weight of your business on your shoulders. And I'm here to tell you, absolutely do not have to. This also is not just for business owners. This could apply to anybody. I mean, we delegate tasks and things all day throughout our normal life as well, right? Like, for example, I hate grocery shopping. I would be so happy if I never had to step foot in another grocery store ever again. So I sometimes will get my groceries delivered through Amazon Fresh. And guess what? There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) But it took me the longest time to be okay with that because I feel like, I had this warp mindset where I was like, um, I have two legs. Why can't I go get my own groceries? Like I'm just being lazy. Or like, for example, every time you use a food delivery system like DoorDash or Grubhub or Uber Eats or anything like that, you are essentially delegating a task. Like for me, for example, I just got DoorDash. I got my lunch DoorDashed because I was prepping notes for this episode, right? I knew that I am on a limited time crunch. I have somewhere to be at four o'clock. I have this much time to record this episode so I can either go get some food or cook 
or I can get that delivered so that I have time to record this episode. <laughs> so I feel like I just want everybody to go into this episode with an open mind that delegating does not make you lazy. It does not make you bougie. It does not make you, you know, because I feel like I definitely, it's hard to admit, but I had that mindset. Like I would think people were, you know, lazy if they got everything done for them, but it's not that at all. It's because they want to spend their time doing something either that they enjoy, that's going to be making them money, uh, that's going to be contributing to their life in some positive way, whereas this task that would take up time was not going to contribute to their life in any kind of positive way, other than I like food. So... (laughs) Delegating is so important in every aspect of your life, and it's okay to not want to do certain things. It's okay, and you want to know why? I read this the other day, and it was totally like an aha moment for me. For everything that you hate to do, there is somebody out there who absolutely would be happy to do it. Like, what a mind blow. What a mind blowing statement for me. Like, for example, I hate grocery shopping. I don't want to make somebody do that. That that sucks. I I don't enjoy it. All right. Well, maybe the person who signed up to be an Instacart driver loves grocery shopping. That's something they don't mind doing. Like uh, some of our clients will have us come in and fold their laundry for them. They'll wash it. We'll fold it, you know, put it away, put it in different categories and whatnot. Whereas for me, I really don't mind doing laundry. I think doing laundry is something that I definitely would not delegate because I don't mind doing it. But for somebody else who's busy, who's a mom, who's working, and that time that they could be spending folding their laundry, they get to do something else. There you go. And for me to come in and fold the laundry, I don't mind it. Whereas I don't want a food shop. So you see what I mean? Everybody's so different. And thank God everyone's so different because that allows us to delegate tasks that we don't want to do. So with that being said, all right, how do you figure out how you're going to delegate? And we're going to talk just in terms of business because that's the analogies I have. That's what I'm familiar with. So we're going to talk in terms of business rather than personal life. So for my business, me, Laura, what am I going to delegate? How do I know what I should be delegating? Well, there are these four zones specifically about how to find your zone of genius because your zone of genius is what you should be spending your time doing. And I actually heard about this from another great podcast, but I found out that these zones are actually from a book called The Big Leap, which I'm definitely going to go buy. I'm going to go buy this book, and then I'm going to do another episode about this when I'm more well-versed in this topic, because I mostly uh, did my own research on this, because I find it super, super fascinating and a helpful tool for finding out what you should be spending your time doing. But I am by no means an expert, so I'm going to get the book, come back on, talk about it a little more. But in the meantime, we're going to touch on this super quick. So there are four zones, like I said, right? So the first zone is your zone of incompetence. Now, what does that mean? Well, the name is very (laughs) self-explanatory. Your zone of incompetence is something that you're really not that good at and you really don't enjoy doing. Maybe you're not good at it because Again, you don't enjoy doing it, so you didn't invest a lot of your time learning how to do this skill, learning how to perfect it. So the zone of incompetence is going to be absolutely the number one thing that you're going to delegate first, right? Your list of things, if it could only be one thing you're delegating at this point to somebody else, whether it be an employee or an assistant or an admin, anything that falls within your zone of incompetence, you're going to delegate first. 
next you have your zone of competence. So this is something that you're okay at. Uh, you know, you're not bad. You're by no means an expert at. You're very competent at doing this task. But it doesn't really light you up. It doesn't excite you. You don't love doing this. You don't wake up and think like, uh, like uh, for me, I guess the zone of competence would be like doing the payroll. Uh, you know, I, I'm okay at it. I do it. Do I wake up in the morning and I'm like, man, I can't wait to go process payroll. I can't wait to go crunch those numbers. No, absolutely not. So that would fall into your zone of competence. So, you know, you'd want to delegate that too. Uh, maybe not right away. That's not number one on the list, but something you definitely could consider delegating. Then you have your zone of excellence. This is something that you're naturally skilled at, something that you're good at. You're okay at it. You know, you don't you don't mind doing it. It's not like the worst thing in the world that you absolutely hate. But again, it doesn't really light you up. You're naturally skilled at it. You're good at it. So maybe you don't want to delegate this right away. You know, you're clearly, you're very good at this. It's something that, you know, you, you don't hate doing. So maybe you don't want to delegate it immediately. But again, it doesn't light you up the way that things should light you up when you're spending all day doing them. And then lastly, you have your zone of genius. Now your zone of genius is something that's going to make you money, something that you're amazing at, and something that lights you up. So I kind of like to think about it as when your passions meet your talents. So when your passions and your talents merge, those items would fall into your zone of genius. So uh, for example, I'm going to talk about Holly because this is something that she's amazing at. Holly's zone of genius is 100% uh, like a lot of things that fall under the marketing category. So Holly's really, really good at copywriting, right? She's such an excellent writer. She's amazing at designing our website, designing ads, things like that. And she also loves doing them. This is something that, you know, lights her up when she's writing a newsletter for the company. She's so excited. She's so happy to do it. And she's also amazing at it. You know, this is something that she's already said, you know, Laura, I want to hold on to this as long as I possibly can. And I said, hundred percent, you're amazing at it. You're good at it. This should hundred percent be on your to-do list until we are absentee owners, sipping margaritas on the beach somewhere. <laughs> You know, so your zone of genius is absolutely the last thing that you're going to delegate and hand off to somebody else. Uh, for me, I would say sales, selling. I really, I do enjoy the sales process. It's something that I feel like I'm pretty decent at. I like making the connections. I like meeting new people. I just, I love getting to meet new people, honestly. So I feel like that's why I like it. It's not that I love being like a salesperson. I don't think that that's something that lights me up. But I love meeting new people, seeing people that have a problem, and then realizing how much better their life is going to be once we come in and solve this problem for them. So I feel like, uh, you know, for me, the thing that is in my zone of genius is the sales process, going on the estimates, things of that nature. So that is probably going to be the last thing that I'm going to hold on to. And I am touching a little bit on role clarity here, which I said I was going to, but I really want to do a deep dive onto exactly why Holly and I chose and stepped into the roles that we mentioned last week and how we came to those decisions. It was through a process. Like before we even went on our Texas trip, we actually made an entire chart of the things that light us up, that make us money, 
that don't make us that much money and don't light us up. So, you know, maybe maybe we'll do a whole other episode on that because it's just we've gone through many steps and many processes to find out what we need to delegate to get to the point that we are now. So it's not like a thing where you're just going to sit down. You're going to be like, hmm, I'm going to do this, this and this. Maybe it is. But for us, it was definitely a little more complex than that because there's there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes when you own a business that I don't think people know about because I sure as hell didn't. Like, I was just like, oh, I'm going to clean forever, right? That's what I thought owning a cleaning business was. Wrong. <laughs> I could not have been more wrong. Um, so again, you want to determine what's in your zone of incompetence. What are you not good at that you don't enjoy? What's in your zone of competence? Things that you're okay at but don't really interest you. Your zone of excellence. Things that you're good at but don't necessarily light you up the way that it should. And your zone of genius when you're passions and your talents meet in the middle. So what I would suggest doing is literally grabbing a pen of paper and making a list. Start with the things you hate. Let's be real. That's the first thing I know when Holly and I did this and sat down and, you know, made our little delegation quadrant, as we like to call it. We had so much in the category of things that we don't like doing, right? We know we know the things that suck our soul and drain us, right? Anything that has to do with the numbers, the QuickBooks. And luckily, Holly and I are very on the same page with this stuff. So it was very easy to decide what the tasks of our admin was going to be, which is shout out to my mother. <laughs> you know, we've talked about how my mom's coming on board when she retires, which thank God. Like she keeps saying she's actually afraid to start because the list of the things that Holly and I have decided to delegate and hand off to her keeps exponentially growing. So <laughs> she's a little nervous. But so I would suggest starting with that because we all know what we don't like to do. Uh, then, you know, really be honest with yourself in the other categories because it really takes some internal internal work for thinking about, hey, what am I maybe not that good at? It doesn't even necessarily mean that you're bad at it. It's just you have to look at it with open eyes and ask yourself genuinely, is there somebody else that I can hire to do this task that's going to be more efficient at it than I am? Like really think about it. And it's not easy to do, but you have to really take a good look inside inward and think, what am I good at and what am I not good at? And I'm sorry, but you can't be good at everything. Maybe you are. Maybe you're super talented and you're good at everything. And if that's the case, you need to look at what what you should be spending your time doing, right? Because while, yes, we are multi-passionate doers, I pride myself on being a multi-passionate doer, but at the same time, you don't want to be a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, right? So if I'm in my business and I'm like, I'm going to be doing the cleaning, I'm going to be doing the bookkeeping, the... Uh, new hires, the estimates, the graphic design, the marketing, the this and the that. How am I ever going to get good at anything? Right? Like really think about that. If I'm doing everything in my business, I literally do not have the time to perfect any of these skills. Whereas if I pass some of the tasks off and I really focus on what I think I'm already good at that I enjoy doing, imagine how good I'm going to get at that skill, right? So like, for example, going on estimates. I like going on estimates. And I remember the first time I went on an estimate, I was literally shaking, like physically shaking because I was so nervous. Now I, when I go on estimates, I feel like I'm hanging with a buddy 
I literally feel like I'm meeting a new friend that's about to go on this journey with that I'm going to make their life so much better and it's enjoyable and it's fun. That didn't happen overnight. And I feel like since Holly and I have had a little more role clarity and have really gotten to step into our strengths and our passions, we're getting even better at them because we have the time to allow ourselves to grow within these roles. So there's just so much that makes it so important to really, really nail your roles, know what you're good at, know what you need to spend your time doing, and embrace it. Period. Because <laughs> I, I get it. We want to do everything as business owners, but we, we just can't. We really can't. Also, if it's helpful, you can also think about this in terms of what's going to make you the most money, right? Because you want to be doing tasks that you enjoy, but you also want to be doing tasks that's going to make you money. <laughs> like, let's be real. So if that's an easier way of looking at it and kind of simplifies things for you, if you are thinking about what you want to delegate, what are the things that really aren't driving income into your business? What things aren't driving income? What things don't you enjoy? Those are definitely going to be the first you delegate versus things that are going to make me money that I am best suited for and they're going to make me money because I'm best suited for. That's going to be way later on the spectrum of delegation. So that's another way of looking at it that just simplifies it a little bit. I do love the zone of genius analogy though because, you know, and I'm sure you've heard us say this. I feel like we say this, Holly and I say this all the time, like, oh, nope, not in my zone of genius. Doing the QuickBooks is not in my zone of genius. I'm sure you've heard us talk about that all the time. So in terms of making money in your business, like, for example, I feel like I am very good at cleaning. <laughs> like, let's be real. Holly and I are amazing at cleaning. She is the MBD, the most valuable duster. I uh, can make your bathroom sparkle and shine like it's new. We have these things we're really good at. So I could say, all right, uh, I am, I'm really good at cleaning and I like it. So that should be one of the last things I delegate, right? Wrong. Because is me being the owner cleaner going to make me more money? No. There's just one of me. I can't clone myself. However, I can hire people with the same integrity that I have and train them to do the skill just as good as I can. So you see what I mean? So you kind of have to think of it in both ends. It can't just be like, well, I like this task, so I'm going to keep it forever. Well, I'm really good at this, so I'm not going to delegate. It has to go hand in hand, in tandem with what do I like? What am I good at? What's going to make me money? versus what do I not like? What's not going to make me money? What can I give up? So everything's kind of got to work hand in hand. And I hope I didn't overcomplicate this. We're definitely going to be posting some videos about this uh, for sure. We'll touch on it. We'll touch on it in more detail when we do our role clarity episode, because I definitely want to do that and do a deeper dive into how we came across uh, who's going to be doing what. So yeah, if you have any questions though about this and I did overcomplicate it, <laughs> please slide into the DMs and let me know. Let me know excuse me, what your roles are within your business. What are the tasks that you hate? <laughs> what are the tasks that you love? I really would love to know because I feel like everybody is so different and it's pretty fascinating. So I would love to hear from you. I hope that this was helpful. All right. I do have a little Monday morning affirmation for you guys. All that belongs to us is time. Even he who has nothing else has that. I feel like this was fitting. It's a little bleak, I feel, but it's fitting because this whole episode comes back to how do you want to spend your time? 
Time is the most valuable thing we have on this earth. I don't care what anybody else says. You could have 18 yachts, a gorgeous mansion, and 45 Lamborghinis, and it's still not as precious or as valuable as time. Time is the one thing that we can't get back in this world. So how do you want to spend your days? Do you want to spend your days doing something that you hate just because it makes you money? No. Do you want to be spending your time doing something that you love, but maybe you didn't achieve the things that you wanted to do? Maybe you didn't get to where you wanted to be because all you did was spending your time doing things you like. No. I want to be spending my time doing the things I love, doing the things that are going to make my business grow, make me grow as a person, and also be able to have the time freedom to spend with the people that I love in this world, right? It's all about using your time effectively and efficiently because, again, if I'm doing everything in my business, that's going to take a lot of time. And what does that mean for me? That means less time with my family, less time with my friends, less time with my boyfriend. So I want to make sure that my time is so intentional that I am spending my time the most effective as I can doing the things that I'm good at that are going to make me money, grow me as a person, and grow my business and not a single minute spent on bullshit that I don't have to be doing, quite frankly. (laughs) And it doesn't mean that those tasks are bad. It just means that they're not for me. Because I think this is the hurdle that I had to get over in my mind too, is I, I, I think nothing is beneath me, right? There's nothing I hate more than people who think that tasks are beneath them or below them. And that's not what this is about. Absolutely not. It goes back to for everything that you hate doing, somebody else loves it. And that's what it goes back to. So all that belongs to us is time. And even he who has nothing else has time. We all have time. How are you going to spend it? All right. I'm going to hop off my soapbox (laughs) for a minute to thank you guys for tuning into this episode. I hope you find it helpful or hope you found it helpful. Please let me know if you're able to utilize these tools to implement in your life and in your business. In the meantime, feel free to check us out on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Laura and Natoli. You can find Holly on uh, TikTok at Holly and Silva. She changed it recently. <laughs> I got myself. You can go find her on Instagram at Planning and Polish. Go check out the business uh, Instagram at Chores and More. And of course, you can find this podcast at Hustled Up Podcast on Instagram, or you could send us an email at hustleduppodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you if you have any advice or anything else going on. Next week, Holly will be back and we will be discussing a part two of our Texas trip and everything that we learned. Thanks, guys. Go have a kick-ass week. Bye.